0: All the same with a new face With strange mysteries hanging in the air People in their sane minds Swear they see you today Are you looking for the love they took away? Everyone knows That you couldn't buy the pain So you took your life Fine, tingling greetings to all of you. Thank you so much for stopping by and making Paranormal Prowler's podcast part of your morning, day, night, whenever you're listening, and wherever you're listening from, from tiny village to huge city, it is absolutely appreciated. Those awesome tunes you just heard are, as always, courtesy of my good friend Bobby Mackey, and I, of course, am your host, Tessa Morrow. Today we find ourselves in Newark, Delaware, on 108 West Main Street, Deer Park Tavern. Not to be confused with Deer Park Tavern in Darlington, Maryland, or Deer Park Inn and Rustic Tavern in the Allegheny Mountains of West Virginia. This Deer Park Tavern is one of the oldest and most haunted taverns in Delaware. Sign me up. Sounds like my type of place. Deer Park was constructed in 1851. And it stands on the former site of St. Patrick's Inn, which is said to have burned to the ground in 1747. Now, this site has served many purposes throughout its time. At one point, it was a women's seminary, a store, a number of private schools, hell, it was even a barber shop at some point, and rumor has it that it even used to be a brothel. So, A variety of things, absolutely. This tavern finds itself on the National Register of Historic Places in 1982. Quite a wonderful year, if I do say so myself. Yes, folks, guilty. I am an 82 baby. (laughs) When St. Patrick's Inn was still around, many people would come and stay here, including Edgar Allan Poe and George Washington. Back in 1750, the establishment was owned by a gentleman named John Pritchard. It would stay in the Pritchard family for 98 years, and during that time, it was often referred to as Pritchard's Hotel. As my favorite Edgar Allan Poe shirt says, when it rains, it pours." Supposedly one late December night, days away from Christmas, in 1843, Poe was in Newark, Delaware, giving a lecture at the nearby academy when he decides to make plans to stay at the tavern and inn. Again, a tavern and inn? Sign me up, baby. Anyways, Poe, he finishes the lecture. It goes off great. He's anxious to just get to the inn. After a day of traveling and then being at the academy doing his thing, he's tired. He just wants to hang out, maybe have a drink. It must have rained earlier on as the dirt was rather on the muddy side. Well, Poe, upon leaving the carriage, trips and falls directly into the mud. And it's said that the angry man cursed the land and business, saying with a frustrated tone, A curse upon this place, and all who enter shall have to return. I kind of don't get that last part. And all who enter shall have to return. Well, that's repeat business, so you think that would be a good thing, right? (laughs) Anyways, all kidding put aside, you know you're screwed when Edgar Allan Poe throws a curse your way. Beware. Speaking of Poe, it is here at this site that it is said he wrote or was inspired enough to write Only this and nothing more. In 1848, just a few years after Poe supposedly cursed the place, a wealthy and successful fur trader named James Martin, well, he purchases the inn. So I see a couple different things here. Don't know which one's actually accurate. One is, is that the building burned down. And another account, I see James Martin himself tearing it down intentionally. Now, what we do know is the original building was made out of wood, so it was vulnerable to fire and other things as well. And now what we see today is a brick building. So, unsure, but it would have made sense that you wanted to tear that down and just start fresh. But it still obviously makes me sad seeing that these amazing older buildings are being torn down. It's like a part of history is crumbling to the earth, you know, and they're replacing it with something else. And I get why they have to do it sometimes like this one, but yeah, it would have been interesting and pretty cool to see the original building from the 1700s. When it changed over from St. Patrick's Inn to Deer Park Tavern, the famous and wealthy, will they continue to frequent the place, such as Woodrow Wilson's Vice President, Thomas Marshall. One evening in 1913, he came to enjoy a nice romantic meal with his beloved wife. Staff had no clue just exactly who he was until he and the missus were leaving. Employees, they have experienced hearing the sounds of disembodied footsteps coming from areas that at times were closed off to the public, or areas that they just knew nobody was at. They would go and investigate the area anyways, just to make sure and double-check that no one snuck in, and there's never anybody there, though. At least not anyone that they can see. (laughs) Meanwhile, at the bar... People have bore witness to seeing the bar stools move all by themselves. And I'm not just talking like a slight movement here or swivel there. The whole damn thing will drag itself across the floor. They have also been known to topple down to the ground when there's not even so much as a little tiny breeze and nobody is near them. So no blame game there. And Edgar Allan Poe, he is thought to haunt the area as well. We now leave... Deer Park Tavern and head on over to Bethany Beach, Delaware to a sweet bed-and-breakfast known as the Addie CN. Inn. Built in 1902 by John Addie, it originally served as a vacation home to the wealthy Addie family. The home was the first in town to use indoor plumbing and have gas lights. Now, when the Depression came around, the Addies, like everyone else, they suffered greatly, and they did whatever they could to survive this period of time. Now, their home was large, and they came up with the idea that, hey, this is just a vacation home anyways, why don't we rent out these several rooms we have to weary travelers, This home was close to the water. Some would say too close for comfort, especially when the storms, the brutal, unforgiving storms would come. This house was often threatened. Where you see the end today is not its original location. It was moved not once, my friends, but two different times, and it now resides safely further from the shoreline. When you walk into Addie C. Historical Inn, one may feel like they are walking back into time. There's a fireplace that greets you with furniture that makes you feel like you're in an old movie. Very beautiful, authentic furniture. Just really good vibes going on there. Very elegant. This inn, it is small and cozy. Only 13 rooms. A handful are said to be quite active when it comes to the paranormal department. A fan of the paranormal and the supernatural, and you're planning a trip to Bethany Beach area, look no further, my friends. Addie C N has a treat for you. And my paranormal friends, be sure to request rooms 1, 6, or 11. Room 1, its bathtub will grow a mind of its own. And I'm not talking about drip, drip, drip of the faucet. I'm talking about this bad boy will move and shake all by itself. No, it's not the wind or a breeze or an earthquake. Everything else is perfectly still. But the bathtub, this big heavy item somehow, some way, shakes. when, say, a nearby lamp remains perfectly still. Room six, people have shared that they hear what sounds like organ music wafting through the air. Nearby rooms, they do not hear it. Folks in the hallway, they can't hear it either. But by golly, room number six. It's like the people staying in there get their own private ghostly concert. And before you ask, no, there are no organs on the property, my friends. And then we have room number 11. The jacuzzi, it'll turn off and on all by itself. And a spirit is believed to reside in this room of a man who was said to have worked here long ago, Paul Delaney. And at night, people have heard footsteps in the hall. When checked, there's no one there. Also, at night, some have heard someone walking on the hotel roof. Now, this is believed to be the spirit of Curty Addy, who was on the roof long ago and fell to his death. Folks have also experienced smelling a strong scent of perfume. Like phantom smells tend to do, it comes out of nowhere, hits you hard, it's strong as hell, and no one at the time is wearing perfume, or at least not swimming in it. Now it is said that every room here at CN has windows that provide just gorgeous views of the area. So be sure to go check it out. Check out both locations while you're at it. Newark and Bethany Beach have tons to offer. This week's special city shoutouts go to Levis, Canada, Hiratsuka, Japan, Anchorage, Alaska, Carrollton, Texas, and Madrid, Spain. Thanks, everybody, for lending me your amazing ears. It is absolutely appreciated. Did you enjoy this week's episode? Listen to the others. They are all phenomenal. Haven't heard every single one yet. Really, there's absolutely no need to worry. You could binge listen right this second by hitting up any of those fantastic podcast platforms such as Spotify, CastBox, pocket cast. Blueberry. Basically, wherever you may roam to hear your other spooky podcasts, you'll probably find Paranormal Prowlers podcast lurking in the background. Do you have a frightening tale of your own to share? Maybe there's a spooky haunt in your town that you would love to hear about on the podcast, or maybe you want to be a future voiceover for an episode that does not even exist yet. The possibilities, they are endless. Please feel free to reach out to me. You can find me and send a message to me through my Paranormal Prowlers Podcast Facebook page. Thanks, everybody, and we will see you next week.